Chatters and Matters with Ashling O'Rourke on Midlands 183 with St. Kieran's Nursing Home, Rathcabin and Comfort Keepers Live-In Care Services. Good morning and welcome to this week's episode of Chatters and Matters here on Midlands 103. I'm your host, Ashling O'Rourke, and the programme is, as always, brought to you with thanks to Comfort Keepers and Sir Kieran's Nursing Home, St. Kieran's Nursing Home, Rathcabin. My apologies. We've got a cracker of a show lined up for you this morning, but I'm going to cut the chase and get straight into it and we're joined now by Liz Shield and Liz is the founder of Alopecia Ireland. Liz welcome to the program. Thank you very much Ashley. Now Liz I think many of us might have a vague idea as to what alopecia is but but can you explain it for us? Of course there's different types is the first thing I would say. Okay. Um, you can get just patches and nothing else will happen to you. So it might happen to you. Everyone is different. It's the most individual condition I've ever heard of. And when you say patches, you mean do you mean patches of baldness? So you've got a full head of hair there, lovely. Yeah. yeah. So you find patches, but they might never come to anything. Now, when I found patches, I lost a lot in a year. Okay. But then you'll get people with thinning hair. Mm-hmm. And like it just falls out. And you'll see the bottom of your scalp, top of your scalp in places. And I know a few people are there. But you can actually get something to cover that as well. Okay. Um, there is totalis. Total, alopecia universalis totalis means you've lost every single body hair. Wow. Which is what I have. Okay. I've got hair on my face, that's it. <laughs> that is, oh, it's a mouthful to even pronounce, but that's a lot to take on board. Is it something that you're born with or do you develop it? You develop it. You can you can get it from trauma. It can just come upon you. You can get it from stress. You can get it from mental health problems now. The figures are getting higher. I've been watching them. Okay. And people are just getting so traumatic over COVID that their hair is falling out with stress. Yeah. Um, it can be hereditary as well. Okay. But there is no cure. Right. Okay. And I know, um, I know myself, I've been losing what I feel is a lot of hair in recent months, Mm -hmm. which would be very unusual for me. And I know myself, it's down to pure stress, but it's, it's, it can be for people a terrible shock to have something like this happen because so much of our identity, rightly or wrongly is wrapped up with how we look. Of course it is. Of course it is. And men years and years ago weren't bothered. Now they're bothered. Mm-hmm. Now they're bothered. Because men will do male pattern baldness to go straight back. But there's female pattern baldness as well. Yeah. And that goes back on the woman as well. And in Alopecia, Ireland, um, do you offer support? I, I assume... Um, that you offer support then to people just to get their heads around the diagnosis. Well, exactly. Like you go onto the website and it's full of information and you can contact them by email. Um, it's alopeciaisland.ie, by the way. And um, I'm just sliding off a little bit to support others in the Midlands. Okay. So they don't have to go to Dublin. Mm-hmm. Especially with Zoom calls coming to kind of an end in a way. People want to see people. So that's why I decided really to um, 
see if I can help people in the Midlands area. Fantastic. So you're looking to try and set up a new branch here mm. in the Midlands. Absolutely. So then tell me, Liz, if you've been told you have alopecia, if, well, first of all, how do you get it diagnosed? Go to a dermatologist. Okay. And okay, he and will diagnose it. Okay. And that's the but only like, official way to have it diagnosed. Yeah. Okay. But I've been to every dermatologist in the country and there's nothing they can do. Okay. Okay. The only way that really works and it's scary is steroid injections into your head. Oh, I've had it done in Cork about 15 years ago. The pain, just, I can't even explain the pain. And then you have to go back for more and more because I'll do a section at a time. And then if you stop the injection, your hair falls out. Oh, that sounds like torture. Um, I suppose it was, it works, it was horrible. If it works for you, it works for you. But that sounds very difficult. Because yeah, when you, the injection goes in, you get all these big lumps come up. It's just, ugh. yeah, it's cruel. That's what it is. It's cruel. Yeah. But you can take steroids orally. Okay. And my doctor said to me, this about 15 years ago, my doctor said to me, Liz, you can go on them. You can only take five milligrams a day. But I want you to look at the list of the side effects you will get if you stay on them for the rest of your life. Yeah. So you're all happy. You're all fine. You're on steroids. Your hair is like brand new. And your body's falling apart. Yeah. They affect your liver and your kidneys. It, it, it goes on and on. Yeah. It's, Ster- just, it's horrible. Every part of your body. And steroids for different people kind of very uh, significant side effects, mood changes. Very adverse. Yeah. 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 So tell me then, Liz, because um, for people listening who might, who for who what you're saying might be beginning to sound familiar. If you're noticing, say, your thin hair and or if you've had a diagnosis and you've, you've been told there's no cure and yeah. there's no, um, what options are available to you? Well, basically, the only option is um, if you want to stay bold, if you're comfortable with your head, that's fine. Um, and people will opt for wigs. Now, okay. certain wigs... Um, well, I was saying earlier about the male, male and female cut and balding. They do toppers now. So it's an extra piece of hair mm-hmm. that comes down here and looks, and you just clip it to the back of your hair where you still have it. So that's a really good idea. I'm glad that's come out. But also, Liz, on that one, and particularly for men, like mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he's not listening and he's more than likely not going to be bothered. But Donald Trump, for instance, okay, he gets a lot of slagging in the media about whether or not he's wearing a wig. Um, yeah. And it, that's, that's all in jest, okay? Uh, and and yes. generally speaking, it's good natured. But exactly. I suppose people would be very concerned that, well, if I if I get one of these, or men, if I get a clip on, one that clips onto my hair like that, yeah. Yeah. that it'll be obvious. Well, you see, that's why they're so good. They match you, the color of your hair with them okay it's so cleverly done i'm sorry i haven't got any pictures or anything to show you i know you're on radio but it's somebody to look at them um i would suggest people look them up you could do it that way okay so there's toppers to because i do know a couple uh, two of my friends in dublin my daughter's just got one because the poor thing's got thin in hair so she's just got herself one and my friend in dublin i thought her hair had grown back wow 
She was on there the other day on Facebook, and I went, Deidre, when did it happen? She goes, Ali's now, it's a topper. Okay. Didn't even twig. Wow. So they so, so clever. What you're saying to us, Liz, that the newer versions of these things, they're very lifelike. Yes, yeah. Well, depending, okay. like, you can get a synthetic one or you can get a real hair. Okay. Real hair is serious money. Yeah. Big, big money. Okay. And, and it's like it's easier to manage. Sorry, harder to manage. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's easier to use the synthetic wigs. And what about then, Liz? Um, like, and this is going to sound really ignorant. Don't okay, if you honest. have hair and you're using a topper, you, you clip it in to, for the to cover the piece that you want to be covered. Yes. But um, if you don't, if that's not an option for you, how do you go about attaching the wig to your hair or to your head? If there has to be something for you to attach it to. Okay. And that that's that's what part of it. Okay. So, you know, it's a bit like wearing extensions, but backwards. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. the only way I can keep the Because <laughs> I, um, I haven't seen him in action. I'm looking forward to seeing my daughter later. I should have gone to see her yesterday, but I ran out of time. And then if, um, so say if you're not doing a topper, if you're going for a full wig, like mm. how secure are they on your head? Like, I suppose what I'm thinking of, like we live in a country with multiple types of weather in the space of one day, you could have gale yeah. force winds or whatever, and you don't want this thing moving on your head. No, um, the way the wigs come, the synthetic ones, they clip where your glasses are, you know, they clip by your ears. They're like a suction thing, they go on. Now they don't stick, but they just, they feel secure. Okay. And then the bottom, you just pull it down and then the front there. Now, because I've got such a petite head, I've always had to wear adhesive stickers. So okay. I put it's one here, one here, one here, and one there. Is that comfortable? Pain in the... No, it's not, but I'm used to it. Okay. And the stickers don't bother me. Okay. I've got loads of stickers. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, when I've been wearing it, since twice it came off my whole, since 2000. Okay. And it wasn't on the boat that I was sailing on to come to Ireland. Okay. Okay. Or come back or go to Ireland. Yeah, never moved. I went out, I went on, out on purpose and my partner said to me, put your hand on it, put your hand on it. I went, nope, I refuse. Nothing. Didn't touch it. So you're saying in 22 years, it's moved, it's it's moved on you, what, once, twice? Once it fell down the road because of the Irish wind and we had to chase it, went under a car. Oh, lovely. That was one of the funniest. See, I'm not, I don't, nothing phases me. I was in hysterics. Yeah. The girl with me was only 16. She was doing work experience, got the fright of her life because she didn't know I was wearing a thing. <laughs> So all I could do was keep laughing because I know, yeah. I'm lucky with my personality. I don't care. What I look like is my business. You know, so And Liz, um I think for people who are who live with alopecia long term, they will yes. be, or I hope at least, familiar <coughs> with Alopecia Ireland and the services yes. available. But if yes. this is a new issue in your life, how mm. important is it that you go to an expert to get advice that you're not 
well, for want of a better way of putting it, hopping on Amazon and buying a wig from there. Yeah, you see, the trouble with that is buying wigs online. Because um, a lot of people will say to me, I've seen wigs online that suit you, they're great. They don't fit. Then I have to send them back. They don't fit. Nothing. And even in a shop like, um, what's it called in Dublin? Hairspray, is it? Mm-hmm. One of those. They're all in the window. My friend said to me, go on, we'll have a look. They just drowned my face. Okay. They're not, you know, and it was hard. But I found a woman, thank God. I was going to Dublin when I first got it. And then I found a woman in our phone. So I've been absolutely blessed. And that's where I get my weeks from. So your recommendation to people then will be that you get, that you have, like for women, we, we, we don't buy a bra off the rack. We go in and we no, get we fitted for not. a bra. Absolutely. So, yeah. So you have to go and get fitted properly by a yeah. professional. Okay. Absolutely. And like the grants that they give out, they give the, that includes the service. But the grants could take us all day to talk about. So I'll just do it briefly. Please. That's right. Right. First of all, I'd like to know why the whole, this is a good one for viewers, uh, viewers, sorry, listeners to listen to, listeners to understand and watch. The whole country is full of counties. Every county has a different amount of a grant. I swear, I looked them up this morning. But surely the wigs cost the same, no matter whether you live in Donegal or Kerry. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. okay. That's a bit Irish, so, all right, yeah. Well, I didn't say that. Yeah, I'm it's all right. like, I can I'm say it, it's all right, yeah. Yeah, you can say. Um, basically, it's for you get a grant of if you've got a medical card, you get a grant of four hundred to seven hundred euro. Okay. And um, what that will happen is whatever wig you choose, it doesn't. It, it, it could you could be getting for a hundred one. You could be getting one for eight hundred. So you have to top it up. Yeah. So it depends on every single style. What sort of hair you want? Do you re real hair? I don't think the grants are big enough. Yeah, okay. I really don't. And if, you're, said, if you're trying to get your head around putting a grant application together, um, mm. can people contact Alopecia Ireland for, for help in doing that? Yes, of course they could. And there's also um, uh, an insurance companies. Some will cover. Okay. Some won't. So just have a look at your insurance company, see what it covers. You know, and then decide if you're going to stay with them because you will get help on certain insurance policies. So if you're just starting out to get one, just look at every single insurance company and check that they cover hair, not just for cancer patients, but for alopecia. Okay. Because I have a medical card that I fought for, mm -hmm. for alopecia. Mm -hmm. And I've got it, but I had to fight. Because you see, alopecia comes under mental health, which is a disability. Okay. There's food for thought. Well, Liz, <laughs> you mentioned it's it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, Thank as you. I said, it's something that I know nothing about, so I hope my questions weren't yeah. too blunt. Um, no, I love the questions. I, I like to hear it as it is. Um, and Liz, if 
um, people, you said you're, you're starting to open a branch in the Midlands. How do we find out or get in contact with you if we want to become a part of that? Right. So I'm going to give out my number at the moment. It's a temporary number mm-hmm. and see how things go. And then I will do an alopecia number. With the alopecia island, you can only go on and um, email them. You can read this loads of stuff on there. Loads, a lot of help, a lot of help. Just email them. Which is alipeshireisland at gmail.com. Okay. But I have, I've set up a meet and greet for Alopecia Support Midlands Branch on the 24th of February. Mm-hmm. Very casual, pop in, pop out, stay for a cup of tea, don't. There's no pressure. It's up the stairs in the Prince Bar. So that's in the, in the Prince in Athlone. And Liz, um, what's your phone number there again? 085. 085. 7575. 7575. 180. 180. So if anyone listening is affected by alopecia and would like to go along to that support, the start of the new support group in the Midlands. It's oh, on it's nice. on in the Prince on the 24th of February in Athlone. And if you want to contact Liz, you can call her on 085-7575-180. Liz, thank you so much for joining us on Chatters and Matters this morning. I'll be back after the break. Thanks for having me. Chatters and Matters with Ashling O'Rourke on Midlands 183. With St. Kieran's Nursing Home, Rathcabin and Comfort Keepers Live-In Care Services. You're listening to Chatters and Matters here on Midlands 103. Well, I did promise a cracker of a show for you this morning. And if you're in the mindset of learning a few new skills this well, end of winter, beginning of springtime. We are joined now by Gillian Cunningham of Leash Offley Education and Training Board. Gillian, welcome to Chatters and Matters. Hi, Ashley. Great to be back on with you again. Now, Gillian, I know first things first, and I know we're going to be talking about creative writing courses that the the Leash Offley ETB is running. But this first responders course, tell me about that. What exactly is it? So, Ashley, we are um, rolling out a series of first responder courses across Leash and Offley in the communities where we will go to the community centre, the hub, and and deliver course it's over six hours so it could be one day or two evenings and we're inviting community groups to apply for this course through our Facebook page which is Leash and Offaly ETB Community Education so they just look up Facebook and look for that and there's a form there that they can apply and um, we'll be in touch with them about that. Because that's something that I think an awful lot of people would like to be able to do and maybe we put it on the long finger and then forget to do it. So so this is the opportunity now. If you want to have some first aid knowledge, this is the course to sign up for. Absolutely. And it's actually um it's an instructive course of how to use defibrillators as well. So a lot of villages and communities have them, but they don't know how to use them. So this is um a help along the way. Absolutely fantastic, because I know you might be well uh, touch wood I've never come across a situation where I needed to use a defibrillator but I know if you did it would give you some confidence that you were doing the right thing if you'd had a little bit of training beforehand absolutely yeah and that's LOETB are providing that now in the community so it's great it's great and Gillian now 
let's get on now to the creative writing courses. Now I know yeah. we've we've kept in touch with the creative writing side of things. And of course we had that fabulous book released um, not too long ago now uh, from all the contributions mm -hmm. from creative writers across Leash and Offaly. Tell us about these new courses that you have underway. Yeah, it's great that creative writing is really after taking off. So we're running numerous courses across Leash and Offaly um, in Bar. We have them in Port Arlington, Mount Melick and Mount Rat. Um, and we've also started to look for um, learners to do a course online with us. You know, anybody who can't get to a centre or, or if it doesn't suit, the time doesn't suit, we're going to run a series of them online. So yet again, to um, register through our Facebook page and um, we will be in touch with anybody who's interested in doing that. So that is going to start on the 2nd of February. 7 to 8, 7 to 8 30 p.m. So that's this coming. So there's, there's a great that's exactly, yeah. And as you mentioned, the book, The Way We Were, um, a lot of the contributors in that did a course through LOETB in creative writing. And what kind of things? Um, I think it's 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 a fantastic idea. First of all, having it online because, like, I know myself, there's so many things you'd love to go to, but you just can't get there in time because of whatever commitments they might be. What kind of things then um, will you learn if if you attend this course? It all depends. It's 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 more the the attendees that drive the course, drive it as well. Do you know because there's a lot of mixed abilities in it. So um, it's, it really instructs itself. So it would be hard what exactly people do because courses, they differ from, um, from course to course, depending on the ability of the person on the course. Okay. Okay, so it's very much if you've got maybe an idea, a story that's been in the back of your mind that, ah, sure, I'll write it someday. Maybe now is the time to get cracking on it. Absolutely. And the tutors are fabulous and they're there to help. And and it's the tutors, you know, especially our tutor, Denise Dunn, you were talking to her before about the book, The Way We Were. Denise was one of the creative writing tutors that, um, that you know, that put together the course, one of the courses in Bar um, that we had a great take up on. But, um, you know, as I said, it's it caters for everybody. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to come along. It caters for everyone. And these courses then, Gillian, um, I know people, the obvious question then will be how much do they cost? They're free, Ashling. So we've no excuse then, really. We don't even have the, the, the get out of jail card of Ash. I can't afford it if they're free. Well, listen, uh, Gillian Cunningham of the Leash Offaly Ed Education and Training Board. Thank you very much for joining us on Chatters and Matters today. Would you please give us the Facebook address again if people want to register for the, the first responders or the creative writing courses? I will, of course. So it's Leash and Offaly ETB Community Education. Okay, so if you're looking on Facebook, you need to look up Leash Offaly Community at ETB Community Education in the search bar there on Facebook.com. We'll be back after the break. Chatters and Matters with Ashling O'Rourke on Midlands 183 with St. Kieran's Nursing Home, Rathcabin and Comfort Keepers Live-In Care Services. You're listening to Chatters and Matters here on Midlands 103. I hope you've been enjoying our show so far this morning. Well, I know it's winter. Um, in fact, it's still January. 
but the fla is coming to Mullingar and we have to get ready and get all the preparation and all the work, um, which I know is already underway. But the fla needs you this year in Mullingar and we need a little bit of help. So we're joined now by Julia Dalton and Anne Prendergast of the FLA Executive Committee. Good morning, ladies. Welcome to Chatters and Matters. Morning. Good morning. Now, Julia, you might um, take me through. So the FLA Keol and the Heron will be in Mullingar this summer from the 31st of July to the, 7th, to the 7th of August. Um, what exactly are you at at the moment when it comes to it all? How is preparation going? Uh, it's it's going very well. We're at full steam ahead now, um, especially given that all the restrictions have now been lifted. Um, obviously, we got to a certain point in 2020 um, with the planning until obviously everything ground to a halt. So we've kind of picked up where we've left off. And obviously there's a, a renewed enthusiasm now because we've all been kind of, you know, sitting at home for the last two years that, you know, there's there's plans to make this the, the biggest and best uh, flag Heron that the country has ever seen. So Wow, um, that's yeah, very ambitious. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were always planning for it to be that way anyway, but, you know, there's a renewed uh, vigour now to, to, to make it, um, you know, a very special event for everyone in Mullingar and, and County Westmead to enjoy um, and, and benefit from. Well, I remember when the flag came to Tullamore um, and how proud I was of Tullamore at the time. Uh, you know, being my hometown, I was just only delighted to see such crowds into the town. And I, I after putting all this work in, then it getting postponed and all of that. Look, I hope it is a, a roaring success this year for you in Mullingar. Tell me, um, Julia, what is your role in the organising of it? Um, so I'm the chair of the volunteer committee. Um, so I'm working very closely with my committee members and then in partnership with the Westmead Volunteer um, Centre and Westmead Community Development. Uh, we are in charge of recruiting all the volunteers. Um, we are looking for approximately 1,200 volunteers over the course of that week um, to make the flower run uh, smoothly. Um, and we've just opened applications um, for volunteers. So anybody that wants to volunteer um, can sign up now. Um, there's more information on our, our website, but uh, I might just talk you through a few of the roles that we're yeah, looking so for just, people like, to do. First, first of all, 1,200 volunteers. It just goes to show the scale <laughs> of the operation. Um, so, yeah, what kind of uh, jobs do you need people to do? So we are looking for people to be flower ambassadors, um, volunteering at concerts, um, street stewards, competition assistants, venue assistants. Uh, we need people to be part of our green flower, which is our uh, part of our sustainability plan. So we are, uh, we are hoping that this year's flower will be as sustainable and as environmentally friendly as possible. So we need uh, people to, to help with that. Uh, we also need people to help with social media, photography and, and many other roles. Um, so there'll be a role to suit everybody. Um, and yeah, we just need people to spread the word uh, and get involved. Um, there's a minimum four hour commitment. So each shift is between four and eight hours, depending on what role the person's asked to do. Um, there's a minimum four hour commitment and people can sign up to do one shift or they can sign up to do the whole week, just depending on, on what time they have available and how much they want to get involved. And we have shifts over the, the daytime and kind of into the evening. So there should be something to suit everybody. Even if people are, are working, they can still uh, come on board. That's really good to know because I think there's oftentimes and I find it myself where you're going, oh, I'd love to be able to help them out with that, but I work full time. You know, where do I? That's a really nice way of organizing it. 
yeah yeah and it's it's weekends as well so people are working monday to friday or they're doing shift work you know we have we have weekends and, and weekdays and also uh younger people can get involved as well so people over 15 years and over um can volunteer but anyone under 18 does need parental consent um but yeah so you know if there's ty students out there that want to get involved or you know families can get involved as a group and they can sign up. What we are asking is that people will be asked to do a short, very short training session um, before the flower actually happens. And that will be taking place from April onwards. Um, and that will be either be online or in person. We'll run some in-person training and some online training. So if people can't travel to Mullingar for whatever reason before the flower actually happens, um, then we can do online training as well. So, yeah. And I'm going to put my uh, educator hat on now because uh, that is my day job. If there's any parents listening, because let's be frank about it, there'll be very few teenagers up at this hour of a Sunday morning. But <laughs> having volunteering experience on the CV going into your college applications or job applications, it's always a good one to have on the CV. So it might get them out of your hair for a week over the, over the summer holidays when you're trying to keep them occupied and out of trouble. Now, I did mention we have not just Julia from the, the FLA Executive Committee, Anne Prendergast, welcome to Chatters and Matters. And Anne, I know you are involved in the accommodation side of things because as Julia was outlining there, we're hoping that thousands upon thousands of people are gonna come into Mullingar for all of this, but that means they're going to need somewhere to stay. They're definitely going to need somewhere to stay and there'll be quite a few of them coming. They'll all be seasoned flag goers. They've been going for decades. They understand the flag better than we do, probably. And they'll be wanting to rent a room or perhaps rent a house, depending on how long they're coming for or what their plans are whilst they're here. But um, we're really hoping that seeing as Mullingar is the birthplace of Coltus Coltery Erin, that the people of Mullingar will get behind us and offer their accommodation and welcome these people into their homes. And if you're thinking, oh, I don't know, I know I have a couple of spare rooms, but I'm not sure now about having uh, people rolling in at two o'clock in the morning, well sloshed, or, or I don't know about keeping the house clean after other people. You know, it, it's, it sometimes can be a big ask, I suppose is my point. The, the whole procedure is very simple. Okay. So once they register on www.flachyol.ie, um, and they're, all their information will come into the FLA office. They'll have a cursory inspection by some of our own local flag goers. We're getting great support from the local cultist groups and branches. So they can have all the questions answered when the people come out to their house. They'll be more than happy to help them. And then their numbers will and contact details will go up on the website. And then they can decide who they want in their home, whoever rings up. I, I don't think um, it's fully people going out for a few drinks in a session. There'll be loads of families attending, yeah. loads of people who are there for the pure music, school age, um, workshops, the summer schools. They're going to be there for loads of different reasons. So I think there'll be someone to match every type of accommodation. And one of the wonderful things I think about the FLA is it attracts so many international visitors as well. Like I know when the oh, FLA yes. was in Tullamore, I remember meeting uh, Japanese musicians and French musicians and, you know, all different nationalities. It can be absolutely fascinating. It, there will be such a vibrancy to, to the town because there's people coming from all, not just all over um, Ireland and the UK, but all over the world. There's branches in Argentina, Tokyo, 
like you said yourself, France, Italy, and they put you to shame their knowledge of our traditional Irish music. Um, and they're keeping the tradition alive. And that's the whole reason Cultus was sent up, set up, was for the preservation and promotion of traditional Irish music. But the town will just be awash with world-class musicians. And I think that's and, part uh, of the, uh, the, the drawer of the Flock Yon Heron as well, that it's going to be a huge economic benefit to, to Mullingar and surrounding areas, both through, you know, uh, financially and uh, tourism opportunities into the future with people, you know, coming to the area and we be able to showcase what we have on offer and, and hopefully into the future it'll become a, a huge tourism opportunity. It is a fantastic opportunity for locals to enjoy, but also, as you say, for, for the local economy. And, and we all know how much economies like that in Mullingar and the towns right around the Midlands really do need that extra boost after the past couple yeah. of years. Julia, if you have been convinced, and I hope people have been convinced, to volunteer a room in their house or volunteer their services at the flat itself. How do we register? So we have a website, which is flakeol.ie, F-L-E-A-D-H-C-H-E-O-I-L.ie. Uh, we also have a, um, a phone number, which is, um, and I can't find it because I wrote it down. Uh, it is 044-93-38954. We also have an email address, which is info at flakeol.ie. Um, we also have social media pages, which are updated very regularly, so people can check out our social media to find out what's going on. Um, and then we also are holding an information day, the first of many information days, which will be in the Market Square between 12pm and 3pm on Saturday the 19th of February and members of the committee will be there and people can come down and ask whatever questions they need to about volunteering, accommodation, events, um, you know, all the different aspects that are going to be happening as part of Flaky on the Hair in 2022 uh, will be there in the market square and they can come down and just uh, find out how they can get involved. Well, Anne Prendergast and Julia Dalton, thank you so much for joining us on Chatters and Matters this morning. And um, It might only be January, and I know it's a couple of months ahead, guys, but they really do need people to volunteer in order to fulfil their ambition of making this the biggest, best FLA ever. I hope you enjoyed listening to the ladies this morning. We'll be back after the break. Chatters and Matters with Ashling O'Rourke on Midlands 183. With St. Kieran's Nursing Home, Rathcabin and Comfort Keepers Live-In Care Services. You're listening to Chatters and Matters here on Midlands 103. Well, I hope you have enjoyed our programme this morning. My thanks to the volunteers of the Age Friendly Alliance across Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. And of course, Rosaline for keeping me on the road each and every week. Just a reminder, if you were affected at all by our conversation this morning about alopecia, you can contact Liz Sheel on 085-75-75180. And that support session is happening on the 24th of February in the Prince Bar in Athlone. That's 085-75-75180. If you'd like to find out more about the new Midlands support group for people with alopecia. 
And if you'd like to volunteer at the Fla Kiol in Mullingar this summer, the contact number there is 044-933-8954. That's 044-933-8954. Well, that's all I have time for on this week's programme. I'll be back same time next week. But for now, I leave you with Clonard and Denise Chyla with In a Lifetime. <laughs>